What's going on? What's going on? Everyone who's watching this show right now. First of all, everyone who's watching this, welcome to the Nikhil Sai show, which is hosted by me, the Nikhil Sai. Let's and this I'm super excited for this specific interview today because guess what? We are having another two comma club award winner on the show today. And this is one of the craziest things which I've ever seen. Like they are actually running a marketing firm when the word marketing itself isn't that famous. Like it's 1980s. So it's just crazy again. So let's not waste any time and welcome Brian Citrin, who's the CEO at chiropracticadvertising.com and leadflows.com. Hey, Brian. How you doing? Hey, but yeah, I'm doing super great. And thanks for joining on time, but how was your day so far? It's been a great day. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we are super excited for you, bro, which is awesome again. So Brian, like your story and your company and the tools you have created, the way you're helping your clients, which is pretty amazing right so like why don't you start with the backstory like how did all of this crazy stuff started in your life yes so it's funny um i have a bachelor of science in entrepreneurship and so but as i was getting ready to graduate i was praying about what i should do um you know, I, i'm a christian and I, and I believe in god but i also believe that god speaks to us today not necessarily audible um i was praying and i felt like god wanted me to move to la and actually work for free and work for a nonprofit. And so even though I was the president of the Entrepreneurship Association, um, you know, I wrote a business plan to college. I moved to L.A. to work with a, uh, a mentorship group slash campus ministry at UCLA. And we started taking missionary trips down to Haiti. So I've actually been to Haiti 26 times. And yeah. I've been to Vietnam six times. I've been to uh, Europe, China, um, just making life better for people. And uh, I was completely donor-backed, 100%. And it was difficult for people to donate money to help good causes. And, uh, and a friend of mine from college, he actually started a, uh, a marketing agency. And uh, so I started working with him and selling advertising on the side, but it really wasn't working. And um, I had like another business I tried starting and it, and it pretty much failed and somebody had embezzled money from me. And uh, another person who was really crucial in this business, they, they unfortunately abruptly passed away. And then some, another person, I ended up taking out like a loan to help uh, paid their salary and they just couldn't do the job and so i was like walking in haiti trying to figure out what i should do talking to my mentor mine and mm-hmm. i really felt like god uh, wanted me to go back and, and start something different that was like my own company and i was mm-hmm. praying i felt that way and my mentors were like hey you should uh you should just make your own business and not try to sell advertising for this other company and what i had learned whenever i had started running um selling ads for my friend's company was that my father was selling like he's a chiropractor as well my mom's a chiropractor and they had like a very successful chiropractic practice i'm um, in the 80s and so what they were doing is in the 80s and 90s before the internet even existed uh, my dad was selling uh, cds with examples of newspaper advertising tv ad spots etc and different wow. marketing campaigns that he'd run and he's like selling these things like on ebay um and these other different places and people are buying it all over the country and he's selling, sending them content but then he kind of stopped doing that but he owned the domain name chiropracticadvertising.com which i had no clue he owned that domain name and i oh. saw a lot of people um in the digital marketing world they were having success in the chiropractic space and i was like well wait a minute both my parents are chiropractors and then i learned my dad owned that domain name i was like i should just go back and start a brand around this domain name and this legacy mm-hmm. Father already created, and so um, when I got back to uh, America um, from that trip in Haiti, um, I asked my uncle um, sitting at a, a restaurant if I could run ads for his chiropractic practice, and he agreed, and that's how it, how it started. And then from there, he referred me somewhere else, and they referred me somewhere else. And it was like just a ripple effect. To and then we started running the amount of advertising, and then now 
you know, we run chiropractic practice across the nation. Oh, wow. But like, that's a really interesting story. And I love the way you're running nonprofit, which is pretty amazing. Like I've, I've seen very few people do this level of impact and trying to give back, which is crazy. Again, we definitely appreciate that. And we support you along the way in your journey, which is pretty awesome. And it's really amazing. But like, you know, being at rock bottom, trying to multiple failures in a row and doing all that crazy stuff, then really figure out coming back with what your parents doing in 1980s. That's freaking awesome and but like and everyone look at the entrepreneurship like a you know easy stuff right like but everyone who actually runs a marketing agency understand how difficult it is to deliver results right like they get clients and it's really hard to deliver results right so you as a marketing agency have been this particularly very successfully for a lot of chiropractors right so would you mind managing the strategy you use to get appointments for clients when you sign up uh, in terms of getting appointments for chiropractors the main thing that we do is we run traffic on instagram and facebook we do some, we've done some Google, we've done some YouTube, but our bread and butter, I'd say, is Facebook and Instagram ad traffic. Right now, I feel that's the cheapest place to get an appointment for a chiropractic practice. And so that's where we're running ads on it. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's super amazing. So the simple thing is, don't go here and there, don't get crazy stuff. Facebook and simple, you, you, you have all your audience right there. We just need to target the right people who need the services. Simple as that, which is awesome. And Brian, like my main question right now is like, if you really look at people who are running marketing, right? They really struggle when it comes to scaling a campaign. Like anyone can right out of the blue can spend thousand dollars and make 2000 back, but the ROI can withstand while you're scaling it up. You know, when you're spending $10,000 ad budget, it's really hard to make two X ROI, right? So like, what are your take uh, takes on when it comes to scaling a marketing campaign to a whole another level, like the way you scale your business to seven figures? Yeah, um, but what I'd say is obviously, you know, I'd say that hire someone that has experience scaling that, you know, um, I'd say for our agency, um, chiropractors aren't spending 10, 20, 30, $50,000 a month. You know, I did, my school does have experience um, doing that, but chiropractors, they can't handle that type of business. So obviously if you're scaling, if you're scaling a, a marketing campaign, you're obviously making more money. But in our type of business, it's the scalability isn't how do we spend more money in on one specific practice. It's how do we run multiple campaigns in multiple cities, if that makes sense. And so scalability comes from being able to have a bunch of different campaigns with a bunch of different chiropractic practices running all across the nation. And in that regards, it comes down to systemizing stuff. Okay. Because if you can learn how to, to run like a thousand dollar monthly budget in one city and you systemize that and you create processes. And you can hire someone to use those exact same processes that do the same thing in a different city and then just rinse and repeat. And if you choose a niche to serve, it's, it's crucial if you really want to scale business because back whenever I was running sales for my friend's, my friend's company, okay, everybody and anybody was a client. Oh, you need advertising? Great. I own a marketing agency. You should buy advertising from me. But here's the problem, okay? If everybody's your client, nobody's your client, especially when it comes to scalability because Every single client, if they're brand new, you don't know the niche, you got to figure out what works for them, what doesn't work for them. And so how many clients can you really manage at that capacity? Not very many, you know, maybe you could manage, you know, okay, you have an e-commerce store. Okay. You got a, you got a lawyer. Okay. You got a car dealership. Now you got, got a, somebody who produces bottles online. Okay. You got all these random things, with different random strategies to grow them all yeah. with different problems in each of those niches that you know nothing about. Whereas you just choose, you know, one niche or just a very few niches that you're passionate about that excites you. Okay. You learn how to run success. Um, and then if it's a local based business, you just get referrals from them and then you just, you know, focus on other 
people in that niche because you are in the same playbook over and over again. And then you can have account rep managing a ton of campaigns. Whereas if you're all over the place, you have to hire more reps that can specialize in the different niches. And so that's what I advise regarding that. Yeah, absolutely. Brian. And that's really beautiful. Like what you just mentioned, a lot of marketing agencies who are starting, they just try to get clients in every single list. They really try to reinvent the wheel every time they get a new client, which is freaking crazy, right? They can't really scale that business up. And that should be like a key learning for everyone who's listening to this podcast right now. You really need to be specific. And again, it, it could be hard for you to initially figure out which, you know, who really need to target. But once you start working and deliver results, you just need to be focusing on one simple niche to scale up, which is awesome. And the way you articulated brand, which is interesting, like, you know, all these offline businesses, if you're really looking at scale, it's, it, it scales not on the ad budget level, it scales on the geographic level. Like how many cities are you impacting with your ad campaign? And that's something really great takeaway from this specific question. So let's get into the next question. But we see business owners in 2021 paying, if, if I'm not wrong, hundreds of, if not thousands of dollars just for app subscriptions, right? Tens of thousands of dollars, if I'm not wrong, for all these crazy tool subscriptions. They buy Calendly, they buy Coupons, they buy high level, they buy, you know, uh, you know, email marketing tool, they buy video hosting tool, they buy everything they can out of the blue, right? So now you have got a crazy tool which can combine everything in a simple place. So would you please talk about how lead flows can help businesses in 2021? So lead flows is a one-stop shop for all your business tools, all your different systems. Everything is in one place, leadflows.com. Um, you don't need a funnel, you need a lead flow. You know what I'm saying? Like many people, okay, they, they set up their funnel, but you need more than a funnel. You need to have, you need to have like, you know, email sequence. And so typically in the past, it'd be like, okay, you go and, you know, you buy click funnels and then you buy active campaign and you buy Calendly and you buy Scipio and you buy like 20 different programs. That's how it used to be, you know? Yeah. And then you rig everything together and then you zap here and then voila, you have a chiropractic marketing campaign. But now with programs like leadflows.com, you can just have everything in one spot. And you just create your membership site inside of there and everything is you can create push tag with everything as well and so we actually have a uh, a build out we sell for chiropractors for like two grand a month just for the software build okay we build an entire crazy epic um epic uh template that we just fill out a form and bam the entire thing's built in terms of funnels email sequencing texting everything with merge tags okay wow. it's really crazy and, and I just have like a team member fill out the form and it builds it all automatically. Um, it took me hundreds of hours to actually build that template. But now that I have that template, I can go and sell this thing to chiropractors. And it's not even selling them advertising. I'm selling them a software system. <laughs> Which is freaking awesome. And that's really crazy. Like you just fill out a questionnaire. You have the whole system done for you. Which yep. is pretty amazing man like i've seen people who charge crazy six-figure amount to just build out these systems and processes now you're giving them a software solution right at a very low cost which is freaking awesome brand that's a really helpful tool and again guys if anyone is you know interested to check that please go to leadflows.com and you can really find out the tool it's a crazy tool definitely recommended so but let's get into the next question as a marketing agency you know the number one problem everyone faces is getting consistent clients right like how to fill out the pipeline as an agency right so what is your go-to acquisition client acquisition process as a marketing firm there's a couple of different ways that you can go about that obviously you can do inbound advertising so you can run facebook advertising youtube advertising etc and so like we create a bunch of um a bunch of ads you know on facebook i know that you know things are a lot more expensive now than they used to be like you know four years ago because everybody 
you know, thinks, oh yeah, that's the greatness to jump into because like everybody's talking about like chiropractors, but I can tell you right now, if my family wasn't in the niche, I probably wouldn't still be in this niche, you know, because yeah. like everybody's jumping into it. And so it's super competitive and then people are jumping in and, and they're like, they're messing it up. And so they're making these chiropractors unhappy because they can't deliver the results and then they quit. And then I got to like clean it up, you know, after they've already been through like, you know, four agencies. But, um, but another way besides just doing inbound advertising on um, that works really, really well is channel partnerships. Now, are you familiar with the concept of channel partnership by chance? Yeah. Okay. And so by channel partnership, this is what I mean. Say, remember you, you're serving a specific niche. Okay. So who else serves that niche, but does not compete with you? For example, you know, if you're in the dental space and there's a company that sells dentists, you know, like mouthwash, mm-hmm. you know, contact those guys because what is their goal? Their goal is to sell more dentists, more mouthwash and the dentists get the mouthwash. They sell the mouthwash to the, um, to the patients. And so you say, Hey, you got a bunch of dentists buying mouthwash from you. What if you let you, if you refer me your dentist so I can help them get more patients because if I get them more patients, then what, what are they going to do? Those patients are going to buy more mouthwash. What's going to make you more money. And so you okay. find different people that are servicing your client base, right? Mm-hmm. And channel partnerships. You know, if you're curious, Hey, where can I find some of these channel partnerships? You know, go to industry events that maybe industry associations, or even if there's live events or even live zoom events, figure out who's sponsoring those things. So these guys are actually paying money. They're paying money right now to get in front of your demographic. And so they, they have a huge database of, of uh, people that you want to um, sell to and they have that relationship. So going to you can even give them a kickback or you can even, you know, technically make money from referring your patient, your clients over to them as well. And so you, you, you connect with these different channel partnerships. Um, you don't be afraid to run in advertising. And of course there's, there's, you know, email strategies that you can leverage as well. Um, opportunities everywhere. Just, just yeah. be like, just be like Nike and do it. You know, is, is what I, so I gotta say, focus on something that's roll with it. Absolutely. Brilliant. And that's really beautiful. Like this is one of the very well unknown strategies, honestly, right? Like people don't really look at this opportunity of partnering with someone who is in the same niche, but not a competitor, right? That's a, that's a really brilliant strategy right now. Like out of the blue, like really people who are running an agency right now can think of five to 10 people who serve the same niche, but not selling the same service and just partner up with them, right? Or same product, really partner up and get a lot more potential, a lot more reach and get more appointments for qualified business owners, which is freaking awesome. So now in like, if you really look at the industry space right now, like everyone tries to run a marketing agency brand, honestly, right? So like, what is the number one way you figured out like to stand out of the competition in 2021 as an agency? I'd say, well, first off, you got to deliver results. Number one, number two, you got to be innovating. You got to figure out what's the market bringing and you got to constantly bring an offer to the market that's appealing and, and better what your competitors are doing. And so I'd say that one thing that's important is to stand out in the market. You got to know what the market's doing, right? And so research your competitors. What, what is your competitors doing? You know, people who are serving your niche, what offers are they bringing to the market? You know, if, if they're advertising heavy on Facebook, you know, pull Facebook ad library and see what are they offering, you know? And so once you know how they're offering, figure out how can you differentiate from them? Like, for example, for me, you know, we create our, uh, our huge automation system for doctors, which is a different product than our chiropractic product. And to be honest with you, it's a different company. So that automation system I showed you, it's to- it's a different company than the chiropractic company, but it still services the chiropractors, right? And and so we came up with a software product that's like 
that doesn't pull money from a marketing budget. It pulls money from a staffing budget. And so it's like they have, they have a marketing budget over here, but also they're going to hire, they're going to hire employees over here. And so I created a tool that pulled money from a different budget. And so you're not competing over here. And then from there, you can kind of bring them over into like your other stuff. Exactly. And that's a brilliant idea to make your customer spend more with you and get more scale, right? Get more reach with you, which is and, freaking awesome. And additionally, what we've been doing is we made our software product a lot more expensive, right? And so we made our software product more expensive. And then we lowered the price of our marketing product. So that when somebody says side-by-side -side comparison, like say, oh, wait, Brian's more cheaper than you guys. Because a lot of people were under underpricing us. And so like, well, Brian's cheaper, you know, side-by-side, -side, but he's not cheaper. He's more expensive. But because you have to really buy that other system also to make it work. But the other people don't have that system because it's this custom crazy system that no one has. Yeah, and that's a very competitive advantage you've got in your industry to just be the industry king, actually, right? which is pretty awesome. And Brian, like you have so many stuff on your plate right now. Like, you know, you've got your clients, you've got your tools to actually scale up. You've got different niches to work on, like doctors, chiropractors. Like, I wonder, you have your team to manage all the projects. Like, how do you actually manage everything which is going on in your business for the productivity? Like, what tools or what systems you use in your lifestyle to make sure you, you are being more productive? So, so we've used Basecamp for a while. Um, and then we've also used, uh, used Slack as well. Mm -hmm. So Basecamp and Slack, you know, I've looked at ClickUp as a consideration, except for, um, you know, I don't feel like switching over. I know some other people I know use ClickUp and they love that. Um, the reason I used Basecamp was when I was working at the other agency. Um, that's the tool they were using. Um, because mm -hmm. my entire team was, uh, was virtual when I first started my company. I, I now have someone that's local. Um, and then mm -hmm. we also have, you know, a lot of people are virtual, but those are the primary tools we'd use. I'd say is Slack and Basecamp. Wow. That's really and, and, then, and then of course, of course, Google drive. So we have Google drive Our client has their own Google drive folder. There we upload yeah. Stuff. Simple as that. And everyone who is making excuses that you don't have the right resources, just listen this out, right? Like Brian is really running a certain free agency just by using Google drive and, you know, Basecamp and then just basic communication tools like Slack. Simple yeah. as that. So don't, don't complicate it guys. Just, just, just go and start implementing. And Brian, like how does your daily routine looks like for your success? How are you managing all the things like in the rituals you personally follow day to day? Um, so like this morning, for example, I woke up, you know, I prayed, read the Bible, um, made, you know, got some coffee, you know, so obviously, you know, hygiene, you take a shower, whatever, whatever you're doing, coming, coming to the work, um, just thinking, what do I need to do? You know, and I need to focus on like the important things, right. That I need to do, which is business driving activities. And so I need to make sure that I remove myself from tasks I shouldn't be doing. Like, for example, it's easy to get stuck into like, okay, we're talking about a client or get stuck into an issue that maybe somebody's having regarding uh, the system or process. But really what's crucial is that as the owner of it, I don't get pulled into that information, that stuff. And you got to figure out, okay, you know, what activities are driving revenue for the company? Focus on those. What activities can be delegated somewhere else? Delegate those. And what activities should you stop be doing completely and stop that? Um, and so my day, um, I spend time just thinking, uh, can I innovate? I can be more effective. You know, obviously I said, I've been some praying. I believe that God has an active interest in the success of my business because, you know, I want to help advance, you know, let other people know the love of God. You know, as a Christian, I want to help other people, you know, come to the relationship with Christ. I have, I know. And so like, I'm trying to think, how can I help people? How can I help more people in Haiti? How can I help people in other places? And that requires more money. 
And because my heart is right, I believe that as I'm praying, you know, God gives me ideas and I get those ideas and I try to go and execute on those ideas. Um, and so I feel that's kind of an unfair advantage. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, they may or may not even believe there's a higher power helping them. And I'm telling you, that's your loss because uh, I feel like my company has been able to not only have ideas of what to do, but also how to better structure um, my life. And sometimes less is more. Like it's easy to get on like the grind, the grind of like you're always like attack, 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 attack. But like yesterday, I spent four hours planning like a mastermind group that I'm in. Um, that just like you just got to slow down, just got to think through stuff. And even in that mastermind group, it's like you're focusing on okay, what are some of the key areas of your business that you need to improve on, and just think about that. And then make goals in the next six weeks. Like what are your revenue goals that you want to achieve in the next six weeks? And then just mm -hmm. map out what you have to do to achieve those goals, and 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 then doing it, and then making sure your daily schedule is executing on those. And so like yes, and so like. One of the things that, that they, they mentioned yesterday is taking an inventory of your time because how much time are, are we wasting every single day? And it says, okay, every single 15 minutes, you know, pull out a journal and say, what did I do for the last 15 minutes? And saying you're going to hate that, you know, for a week, but you just got to do it. Ha have a notebook, you know, every 15 minutes, you know, from, you know, however long you're working, 10 work hours, you know, I did this. All right. I did that. You know, and if it's yeah. like, I'll look to Facebook. You know, or it's it's like I surfed the web, you know, yeah. I watched some stupid crazy, you know, yeah. it's, you know, okay, well, I'm wasting a bunch of time over that. Or, and, and you say, okay, you got to stop doing that stuff. Or it's like, I worked on creating this automation. It's like, well, should I be making that automation or should I have someone else do the automation? You know, and, you, and if you can't afford to hire someone to do something that say, well, if you had money, could you hire someone? So why don't you go sell something, take that money and hire, hire the person to do it because you need to be doing the most important thing, which is bringing revenue in. And you can hire fulfillment wow. and everything else. The most important thing you need to be doing is making money in terms of the context of your business. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And that's a real great example that you just demonstrated on how to track the daily readings, especially. Like, I think the exact methodology which you just mentioned is something freaking awesome. Like, people can, while you're really noting down what you're doing exactly every 15 minutes, you feel shame that, okay, like you're wasting so much of time in unnecessary activities. And you start realizing that you need you need not to do that and you actually need to focus on business, right? And even, as you just mentioned, even when it comes to the business activities, we'll really see, like, what are the low-key stuff which I can delegate someone else and which I can be more of a work on the business and make more revenue so that I can actually have more team, have more efficiency in the business, which is freaking awesome. That's so and, cool. And be honest, you know, if you think about it, as long as you can deliver, you know, and so you can't, if you don't have to deliver, find a fulfillment bar and that can deliver for you. Okay. And by the way, we do have a, a, um, I wasn't planning on sharing this, but we do, I do have an agency that offers fulfillment that's separate from everything else. That's like a fulfillment agency that like if people, awesome. if people want to sell stuff, but can't deliver. I know I do, I do have an agency that uh, that can deliver. That's like a white label agency. But here's what you need to do. Let's say, for example, you know, if you want to make an additional sixteen thousand dollars, you know, coming in monthly recurring revenue. All right, and say you're selling a product for two grand a month. What is that? Eight clients. And so you're like, okay. And, and your goal is six weeks. You want to bring in an additional sixteen grand. You know, so you just divide with six. You know. Let's make it easier. We'll say we'll say twelve thousand. We'll say twelve thousand dollars a month in current revenue. Okay? okay. And so and so six weeks. If if you, if you have a product of two grand a month, you gotta sell like one one thing one thing a month. So one, one sorry one thing a week. 
So two thousand dollars a month, first week, two thousand, second week, two thousand, third week, two thousand, fourth week. By that? I think that's yeah. twelve. And so, if if all you gotta do is sell a product for you know two thousand dollars a month every single week, okay? How many sales opportunities do you have to have sales meetings to make that happen? Say you close one in three deals, okay? That means you have to have three sales meetings a week. Um, and so, how many sales meetings do you have to have scheduled to have those three meetings? Let's just say one in three people that that schedule actually show up. So now you know you need to have nine sales meetings scheduled a week to, to meet that goal. But then how many people do you need to actively engage online or forever to get, the, to get those meetings even scheduled? So let's just say one in three people you engage on Facebook or Instagram or cold email or you go into their office. Let's just say, let's just say one in four. So if, if, if it takes nine, not nine, you know, things scheduled to make the sale, and one in four is what you need regarding that, regarding um, getting that to the nine. So we'll say thirty-six. So if you, if you engage thirty-six new businesses or new potential clients um, a week, you know, based upon those numbers, you're going to hit that goal in six six weeks. You're going to have an additional twelve grand. And and to be honest with you, the numbers should actually be better than that if you can deliver it. Should be it's definitely. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, it's really basic at the beginning, maybe not very good at it. And so, so it says, okay, what are you actually doing every single day to do that? Even if you're not doing, you know, inbound advertising, which is way easier, you know, if you're doing cold outreach, you know, what are you doing? You know, are you focusing on that? And, and just looking at the numbers and say, am I doing this stuff? If I do these numbers, I will have this outcome. It's a fact. If I do these numbers, I will have this outcome. So are you doing, are you doing the work? And, and just uh, and systemizing it and just knowing, knowing, you know, the numbers of saying, if you, do that many engagements, you're gonna get that many appointments scheduled, and now you're gonna show up, you're gonna have that many sales. And then those other people, they're in your pipeline. You're nurturing those relationships over time that they're gonna be popping yeah. out down the road and just doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. And that was really beautiful. Like in a nutshell, you exactly explain how someone can hit, like the exercise can be even applied to any six figure or just for instance, seven-figure business as well. It's really like noting down how many you know clients you need, how many appointments you need to get, how you can get those appointments, how many people you need to reach out to get those number of appointments. Basic fundamental stuff is what really need uh, you know to be implemented in a lot of businesses who we see day to day, right? Like this exact piece of information which you just gave away in the, in those three minutes. That's the exact piece every agency should actually hear out and start implementing, right? The question is, are you reaching out to those many people? Right. If you just want nine appointments a week, are you really reaching out to 35, 40 or 50 people, for instance? Right. It's a real question. Simple as that. Freaking awesome, Brian. Thank you so much for amazing golden nugget. And it gets easy to like, you know, like, well, I don't feel like doing that. So I'm just going to like, you know, act like I'm being busy and doing something important. Just because you're busy doesn't mean you're doing anything valuable. You know, you can have it like, hey, how today? It's been real busy. You know, well, did you really yeah. accomplish something that's going to advance the revenue goal of your business? Yeah, exactly. Like we've seen agencies who just have one or two clients and they keep themselves completely busy with that one, two clients and they stop focusing on sales and blame the client or the business model. But the thing is you actually need to focus on sales so that you can have the money or the resource to delegate someone else to do the work for you. Then you can actually be more of a business owner and scale it up. Freaking awesome brand. Thank you so much for amazing value. So let's get to the next question, brand. So you've been figuring this out, you know, like, amazingly so you have actually had multiple failures in a row when you're starting out right so what would be your suggestion to a 20 year old you or someone who is just getting started right now into the business i would say pay them for me. you know it's, it's easy to find a bunch of you know free information online but your your time is your most valuable asset and so you really have time to figure it out 
Um, I'd say pay for information. If you have a credit card, you don't have the money, you know, put on a credit card, you don't have cash, you know, you can get creative, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? There's ways to get the money, you know, but find someone that's already doing, you know, what you want to do is having the success that you want to have, you know, and, and, and if you don't have money to pay for information, maybe go to this person who's already successful and you ask them if you can work with them, you know, for free and learn from them. You know, like, like I had somebody approach my company that worked for me for, for a number of years early on that um, that he pretty much asked if he could pay me to like learn some of the stuff that I was doing, right? Because he kind of wanted to learn that. And I said, how about this? How, I'll pay you. you. You work for me. You know, like he wanted to pay me, but I, I ended up giving him a job paying him. Um, and so they're looking for people that can help them scale. So, you know, as long as you, you know, you're ethical individual uh, and don't want to maliciously harm his business long term, um, you could, you know, even offer to work for somebody, you know, even do it for free to learn the skills if you can't um, pay to play. But like I've invested a ton of money in education because I believe that, you know, if someone's successful already, they're not just gonna tell you this stuff for free, but then well, they, they, they can't scale. Like a lot of people in the agency world, maybe they get to 50 grand a month, you know, but they can't retain clients. So they're really good at sales, but they're really bad at fulfillment. And because of that, like, well, let me make a course on how to, how to build agency. And, and so now they're trying to scale through education as opposed to fulfillment. Um, their stuff works, you know, you can, you can apply their stuff, but they just were bad at creating a team around themselves, you know? And so you just, you know, follow their information. You can have the success they had and you can probably do a better job than them, honestly. Um, as long as you learn how to build a team, manage a team effectively to grow to what you need to grow to, but you have to, you know, commit to paying money to learn the information. And so that, I mean, that's the biggest thing. You know, I've invested more in, in like digital marketing strategies and like online marketing stuff. I've invested more in that than my four-year college degree in entrepreneurship. And I've learned a lot more in that than my four-year college degree. And so just because yeah. it's an online course doesn't mean it's not worth every penny. Just make sure it's the right thing. Exactly. Brother. And that really makes a lot of sense. Like you just need to look at people who are actually living your dream life and just go and hire them at least like as a coach or at least purchases courses, right? And that real information can give us the access to, you know, fast track the success road, right? Which is pretty amazing. That's awesome, Brian. So let's get to the next question, brother. Like, What are your biggest achievements so far in your life and any next bigger goals? I mean, I've been to Haiti 26 times, I've been to Vietnam six times, you know, I mean, making a significant impact on the lives of people around the world. And the fact that, um, that I can travel um, and pretty much run my company from wherever I want. I can work as much or as little as I want. I think it's a pretty big achievement that I can play absentee, that I can play absentee entrepreneur, you know, around the world. <laughs> fun, yeah. So I, think, I, think, fun. I think the fact that I create a system and a process that works for me and my lifestyle, and, uh, and, I, and I was doing lifestyle before I had this, and so it's like I can do whatever, whenever I think it's pretty, uh, pretty legit. Wow, man, that's really awesome. In terms of what's next, you know, we've been, you know, I recently started a, a new business that I've been doing on the side. It's actually becoming kind of a bigger thing, which uh, is kind of cool. We just hired somebody for this this new business that was totally like a side a side thing, but it's getting like really, really busy. And so we started doing um, essentially edu online educational content. And um, and so we had like, uh, we were doing challenges and we had like over a thousand people sign up for the challenge that we did like Ooh. two weeks ago. In like three days, like over a thousand people signed up for this. And so like, and then, so we actually did two challenges in that month and we had like over 
like 1,600, 1,700 people sign up for it. I'm like, man, this is getting really serious. These are like real people. Wow. That, that yeah. like, and uh, it's a free challenge, but obviously at the end of the challenge, it, it then you know sells a product and stuff. But it's busy enough that we had to hire someone because it's pulling all my time into that thing. And I'm like, I don't have time to do this. Just like a side thing. But now yeah. huge. And so, you know, that's one, one of the uh, things I'm, I'm excited about because um, I see a lot of potential over there and we have a, a lot of capacity to help a lot of people over there. Is essentially teaching on like teaching entrepreneurship from like a spiritual perspective, teaching what God says about wealth, and then really uh, enabling people to start businesses and stuff. Um, wow. So that's kind of, kind of what that uh, that is. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Like honestly, like real people, like real, really real entrepreneurs, really need help with that stuff, right? They need help with you know the way they connect with the God, the way they just need to look at life and you know start giving back and build a real business be active on the entrepreneurship side and just be themselves truly, right? And I love the way like your achievements have so much giving back, you know, flying back to different countries to change people's life and really being purposeful, impactful, and just helping everyone to be, you know, the better humanity, which is freaking awesome. I definitely love that man from your side. So let's get to the next question, brother. Like what was your biggest mistake so far in your life in terms of business? You know, I'd say some of the biggest mistakes is trusting people. And like trusting the wrong people um like for example i remember before i launched my business i was like you know tens of thousands of dollars in debt because you know i'd hired somebody on a cash flow and a cash flow is it's like essentially the bank gives me a line of credit right and i was trying essentially i started a business where i partnered with a nonprofit and i provided this nonprofit with speakers and then the speakers would then speak on behalf of the nonprofit and then they'd get compensated based upon, you know, how well they performed at the, at the organization they would speak at, right? Because they'd also be raising money. And and so I hired someone that it seemed like he was like really good because he was already doing that kind of stuff, but then he just couldn't have success working for for my organization, even though he was like going to these places, he wasn't he wasn't producing the results. But yet, but yeah, he kept talking me into paying him every single two weeks, even though he wasn't making money. And so I'm like, well, he's, he's going to, he's, he's saying, oh yeah, I got all these, these opportunities coming up. I'm doing all this stuff and painting this picture that wasn't a reality, right? And like, I kept getting more and more in debt and it wasn't making money. And this is before I owned the, my current company I had. And another guy, he, um, he essentially embezzled money from me in terms of, he's like, yeah, we spoke, we got like over like, you know, 300, you know, yeah, we have all, all, all these donors, you know, they're, they're doing this stuff. He's like, tell me all these numbers and saying how like, he mailed in all the stuff to the, 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 the main nonprofit and like so we're, I'm expecting you know for us to be compensated for all this work that he's doing right because he's like sending in all the stuff and then he's and he's like going and like being like at different events sponsoring events that he's supposed to be paying for because he's a contractor working for my company and he's like I paid for it but they lost the check and for whatever reason so can you send the money over to like the nonprofit uh, in the meantime well because they're, they're threatening to kick us out of the event and I'd sent the money already, and so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll fund the money because they have the check. They just are administratively flawed, you know. And all this is lies. And I didn't know this, and so you're, yeah. you're doing all this stuff. And so you got the, the one guy; he's embezzling money from me. The other guy, embezzling money, he's just really bad at like you know this task. And so as I'm getting more and more and more debt here, and then and then like because of that, it's like you know I I didn't have a choice. I had to start my other company. So even though it was a mistake. If I didn't have this this issue where I'm like, you know, $40,000 plus in debt, maybe I, I probably wouldn't have launched the company I have right now because it's like success, failure was not an option. I didn't have I didn't have a, an option not to do this. I had to be successful. I had to figure it out, you yeah. know? 
And, and even in the chiropractic advertising thing, remember, like I'm playing absentee entrepreneur where I'm like in Haiti and other places. So I have to rely on people to, to do the right thing. And like I hired a salesperson and I'm like sending him to live events where I'm like paying him to fly around the country. I'm paying for his hotel. I'm paying for the booth. I'm paying for his food. And this guy's closing deals. But instead of closing deals, he's essentially making a side company underneath himself where he's and he, he imposing some like existing clients, you know, which is like totally crazy. Wow. Yeah. You know? Crazy. So it's making sure you hire the right people so you don't get taken advantage of, you know, if obviously, because if, if I went to all those events, number one, people would be signing up and like it would be a way different thing. But it's just, you don't know, you know, you just got to, you know, yeah. so don't be too trusting. Don't be too trusting. Obviously, you know, you got to. You got to figure out the balance of if you can trust people or not, because you know some people, what they say is yeah. not even really good at being, you know, calm, calm man. You know. Yeah, Ren, and like we can literally learn a lot of stuff from your mistakes, which is freaking awesome. And I really feel bad, like people who are helping these nonprofits also doing these kind of cheesy things, and like not so really good. And we really see come across a lot of people who are not so trustworthy, and we just over trust them in certain areas. And we really need to find that balance level of how we can trust some people, how we cannot trust some people. And, you know, we just need to maintain that balance levels, right? Which is a really tough task to do initially, to go to that phase of going to multiple failures, trusting people. And I, and I would say, especially starting off, make sure you have stuff in writing. You know, he's a friend of mine, so I didn't like, especially for like the guy that was selling for me the chiro space, I didn't have him sign the contract. Uh, like, and I didn't, I didn't make him sign stuff because like, He's a friend of mine and like I wasn't super organized early on. And so, but it was just, he, uh, it got to his head. That really happens, man. And that's his business. We just need to keep on like, just like you did. Right. And, but like, let's get to the next question. Like who are your main inspiration for all the success you've achieved and any key people involved in your success? You know, I mean, I'm a big fan of paying for information. And early on, you know, I, I bought a lot of stuff from Russell Brunson. And he's made a huge impact um, early on. I know that uh, John Logar is, is a coach that, uh, that I'm in this, this high-end coaching program, and he's made a big impact in my life. Um, I know my, my mentor um, for the church, my pastor that I work with, he's made a big impact in my life as well. Um, there's, I've been blessed in terms of, you know, there's been a lot of different entrepreneurs in my life or different spiritual leaders in my life that have been able to, to be really helpful and uh, very inspirational over the years. And that I've been able to just be connected with a lot, a lot of different people. They're able to encourage me, make sure that I'm on the right path along the way. You know, I, I'm a John Maxwell certified speaker and coach, and mm -hmm. I think John Maxwell, um, he's written more leadership books than anybody's ever lived. And so, in terms of area of leadership, I think John Maxwell is a, a great person to follow uh, as well. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for shouting out a lot of people and. Like, it's really, like, we just need that sort of people who are at a higher level to motivate us and take us to the next level, right? And it's so awesome. And, but, like, Brand, like, you're so cool, man. Like, you're so cool, and you have all these opportunities. You started a recent challenge. So, like, where can our audience find you mentoring? Do you have any opportunities? Um, I'd, I'd say, um, ask the question again. I want to make sure that I'm... So, yeah, I was just asking you, like, where can our audience find you mentoring or start working with you together? Oh, gotcha. A um, couple ways. Um, so if you go to leadflows.com, you can request a demo on there. And then um, if it comes in soon, I'll know it's from this because I haven't officially started running ads to that page. And so I'd say there, um, we're about to launch a challenge, but we haven't launched it yet. So I can't give you the, um, the landing page because the landing page does not work. 
And so I would say, you know, go to leadflows.com. And uh, you can also email me, Brian with a Y, at leadflows.com. You know, I thought about having like a, a text to subscribe where you text this and does all these cool things, but I didn't do that. I'm like, just, you know, if you want to email me, just go ahead and email me and, uh, and we can get in touch. And, um, and yeah. That's so. awesome, my friend. So if anyone needs help, just get started with leadflows.com and you can really talk to their team and really start scaling your business, any, you know, one-stop business solution. And any last word before we conclude the whole session, brother? Yeah, so um, I think this is really important. And so I think that you should um, definitely, if you're an agency and you want to scale, you know, I have an idea for you. Uh, I had mentioned earlier that I have a white label agency. And so I was talking to my partner over there, and we're going to be doing this challenge soon. We're going to be training on, you know, like five days, different strategies and different products and just different things that you can sell as a, uh, as like a company that, that, that doesn't necessarily know how to do fulfillment on that. For example, if you're focusing on like Google AdWords, you know, there's so much opportunity for upsell, selling them Facebook ads, as well as selling them, you know, SEO, et cetera, but you don't know how to do that. And so we're going to be producing a, uh, a free five-day challenge sometime soon um, to kind of really go over some of these strategies and even enable you to get access to our team to do fulfillment. And even like, we even plan on providing like sales material. We're literally like, okay, here's the sales material. Oh, wow. Branded to your company. Okay, just go in and sell, you know? And so, that, and so that's, uh, awesome. so that's uh, something that we're going to be doing soon. We're working on that right now. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and give you another email, okay? Um, because I didn't plan on sharing this on here. So I, as I said, I'll have like a landing page set up for this. Um, but if you email me at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at Max Reach Marketing, M-A-X-R-E-A-C-H, marketing.com, you email me there and say, hey, you're interested in that challenge. Okay, we'll make sure you get an invite. And, and so if you, if you have a capacity to share your screen, I don't know if you can share your screen right there or yeah. not. Um, but if you go to maxreachmarketing.com, you'll notice that there's a landing page that's pretty much, you know, says we don't exist. Um, so if you go there, it's, that's, that's the company. And the whole thing is, it's like this is an exclusive, you know, company that provides fulfillment for other agencies. Um, so then you can sound like a rock star. And my team over there is pretty epic. Like my, uh, my partner over there, he helps start the Google, the Google Premium Partner Program. And he he helped build an agency to like forty plus employees in house to give you some context and the entire operations of this, Whoa. right? And so we have a really good system. And so if you're an agency and you want to opportunities to make more money in your current client base, you need to attend this um, this event that we're doing. Just email me at Brian at MaxReachMarketing.com. That's awesome brian i think that's really helpful for people like if you are someone who is just struggling with your systems and process with your team with your fulfillment you just have a golden opportunity right now you can start hiring these guys and do a white level service and you can literally have the team fulfill for you and all you need to do is reach out to 30 to 35 people every single week like just the math you mentioned brian simply closing clients and just making sure you just have the pipeline flowing in and you can have all the money coming in which is freaking awesome and again brian Thank you so much for giving this wonderful opportunity, brother. It was so valuable, super golden nuggets on this complete strategy session. It was more like a strategy session than an interview, honestly. And I really love the way you answered every single question we asked. And thank you so much for all of this stuff. So everyone who's watching this interview, stay tuned, guys. Hope you enjoyed the session and uh, look forward for the next interview, guys. Have a great day. Peace. My pleasure. See you guys. Bye, Brian.